Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, SD Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. Today, I'm here with a woman who has kicked my ass in the gym, whether it was a spin class or a kickboxing class on multiple occasions. She's a powerhouse. She has the highest energy I've ever seen, and she can whip your body into shape for your wedding day. Nia Merced. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Nia, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) I'm so excited, um, and I also look forward to hearing your insight to getting in shape. Um, It might not be my wedding day yet, you know, coming up, but... Mm -hmm. That won't stop me from looking and feeling my best in this quarantine. Absolutely. And me, along with probably most other people, could use all the help that you can provide. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> so first question, how did you get into personal training? Well, uh, like most people, I had a gym membership and I never used it. And I was an unhealthy person that had a desk job. I smoked cigarettes <laughs> and one day I was at work and I had an anxiety attack and, you know, I run into the bathroom at my job and I'm like laying on the cold tile and I'm going, Oh my God, I'm going to change. Just don't let me have a heart attack because I really thought I was having a heart attack. And from there I started using my gym membership. I lost 75 pounds. Um, I started teaching classes and decided that I wanted to get into personal training because I like that one-on-one action. And, you know, it is. It's just much more personal, you know, very different from teaching a class. It's just a whole bunch of people out there when you're teaching a class. But it's much more intimate. And I just absolutely positively love what I do. Like, it's not my job. It's my career. I'm really here to help people, you know, ach- uh, you know get their 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 goals to reach their goals. Right. And, and I like what you said, how it kind of like your, your working out routine really started from, you know, like sort of like having that anxiety, which I think a lot of people really suffer from and having panic attacks. And, and I think being able to challenge it into doing something physical you know, can really release that like inner energy that we all kind of possess. Yeah. You know, when you're sitting, you know, sitting down and you're like fidgeting and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. That's just extra energy that you need to get, that you need to get out. You need to get off your chest to make you just feel human again, (laughs) to make you feel again. Now I'm sure you meet a lot of people who are looking to get in shape, maybe not just for their wedding, but for a special occasion or because they need to get their sugar levels down or just for some people, it's a stress reliever. What are some things you recommend to people who are new to working out to kind of get them started in a routine of better habits? Well, you said it, habits. You have to start by changing your habits. You can't just go on a diet and go on a workout plan and go, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this. You have to change your habits. This is something that's inside your head. So you have to decide that you're going to wake up in the morning. If you're someone that doesn't eat breakfast in the morning, maybe start eating breakfast in the morning. If you're someone that doesn't drink a lot of water, you know, start drinking water. But I try to tell 
people start with one thing at a time you know don't because we get overwhelmed and again that anxiety comes oh i'm gonna get on a workout plan i'm gonna get on a diet and the next thing you know two weeks you're in you're so you're overwhelmed by it it's just too much information coming to you at one time so i try to tell people just one thing at a time to break so something simple i'm gonna have breakfast every morning that's it start doing that make healthy choices as far as breakfast is concerned and then go from there and then you know try to hang out and just do that for like a month 30 days i tell people give yourself 30 days then after that find another habit that you want to work on so one thing at a time i yeah i think that's the best advice because even for me i'm kind of like that all or nothing personality but anytime i've tried to do it all regarding like working out, eating healthy, the whole nine yards. Um, I always end up somehow cheating. Yeah. Cause it's too much. And, and it's just, you know, I think we have to be kinder to ourselves, you know, especially a bride that, you know, she's new, she's, you know, she's under all this stress and she's have, has all this planning to do. And, and then on top of that now, Oh, you know, I want to look great in my dress. It's just way too much. You know, it's just one thing at a time, one bite at a time, and not overwhelm yourself. And then you'll be sure to get to success because it takes the body a while to go, oh, okay, you know, every morning I wake up, now I'm going to eat breakfast. You know, it just takes a little time for the body to go, oh, okay, this is the way that we're going now. But we want to start eating breakfast in the morning and start drinking more water and then start going to workout classes four or five times a week. It doesn't work out. We end up, we end up losing and in hating ourselves for it on top of that. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I feel like I've been there a few times, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so now with brides, they want to look amazing in their wedding dress on their big day. What are some workouts that you would recommend they do in order to maybe tone up? Okay. So with that being said, I think the best place to start is weight training. Start using weights for your working out, um, doing a lot of cardio, getting on treadmill you know, or the elliptical and staying on there for 45 minutes to an hour. It just doesn't work. You're much better off starting with weight training. This way you you tone up, you build up a little muscle, you get your metabolism higher because when you weight train, you burn calories for a longer period of time. So that is a very good place to start. Go to your, you know, when the gym's open, go to your <laughs> local gym, you know, and start taking um, body sculpting classes or, or they have... Um, I forgot what those classes are called with the giant weights that are in it. I haven't been in a gym for so long. My brain is like, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> but resistance training, and it doesn't have necessarily have to be weights. It could be body weight because weight is weight. Your body weight or dumbbells, it's all weight. It's all resistance. Your body is going to respond fantastic to it. Um, and it's very interesting because, you know, you could, you know, on the, one day you're going to train your upper body and then the next day, well, maybe I'll focus on my lower body. Or I'm going to focus on core. So there's a lot of variety that there is in weight training, but that is definitely a great place to start. Um, if you do your weight training, 
you know, a little faster, you actually get that cardio in because I'm not all about being in the gym for like an hour. Who has time for that? If you're planning a wedding, seriously, you don't have two hours to be in the gym. You can go in the gym and you can get a very good weight workout in 45 minutes using dumbbells, your body weight, resistance bands a couple of times a week. And you're great. And then you throw in a little bit of hit, some high intensity interval training workout to get, you know, to get your heart rate up. Again, it doesn't have to be 45 minutes. You can do a hit workout and achieve amazing results, 20, 25 minutes. So people are in the gym a lot longer. They, they're in, they, they feel that they need to be in, gym, in the gym for a very long time. And it's really not true. Yeah. And I feel like if you can cut your workout time down, it's better to do it right in 25 minutes than take, than be there longer, but you're not really doing anything to strengthen yourself. Right. Right. You're not right. Because a lot of times we don't know, some people don't know what to do when they walk, walk in the gym, you know, they'll copy somebody else or, you know, or maybe they'll, they'll see something that they've seen on YouTube or something and they, they try to do it in the gym you want you want to be able to go in the gym, have a plan, execute that plan in a timely fashion and get out of the gym and go but you know go pick flowers for your wedding, you know. <laughs> you know or or you know go hang out with your bridesmaids because those 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 times those bonding times are very important. So you don't want to spend all your time in the gym. You don't want to spend 2 hours there. Go in there 45 minutes one workout one day. Next day go in there 25 minutes workout the next and that's it. Yeah. So with there being so many types of workouts to help people drop weight or tone up or sometimes bulk up for some people who, you know, want that. Yes. Um, you know, we have dance, we have boxing, we have a lot of people who are into spin. And especially now with, you know, a Peloton right from your house or, yeah. you know, programs like Orange Theory, Pure Bar, Pilates. Do you think it's helpful, like, to lose weight or tone up by changing up your workouts or sticking to something specific a few times a week or daily? I... In my opinion, I like the idea of keeping your workouts varied. So, you know, do spin, do orange theory, do pure bar. Um, you, you want the benefit. Uh, the benefit of that is not being bored. All right. You won't be bored every day. You'll be doing something different or four or five times a week. You'll be doing something different and the body will not get used to one thing. All right. And when the you want the body to constantly change, you want to be constantly changing, right? Getting to your goal, getting to your dress, looking great, great shoulders, you know, back, all of that kind of stuff. You want to keep your workouts varied. So the body is constantly confused. So on Monday, you do spin on Tuesday. You know what? I'm going to run into pure bar. I feel like I need a little bit of a stretch, a little bit more toning with the light weights. You do that. Then maybe the next day you hit the heavier weights. It's good to have a lot of change. This way, the body does not get used to one thing. And it will just keep moving you closer and closer to your goals. If you love spin and you do spin every single day, you are not going to see the results 
that you want to see. Say with boxing or if you did OTF every single day, you're not going to see. Eventually, the body is like, oh, I'm used to this. You know, oh, you know, I got 10 more pounds to use, lose. But it's not going to happen because I'm doing the same thing all the time. So the body kind of is like, it gets used to it. So yeah. when you change, you want to, ch- in order for you to see change, you need to change. <laughs> Plus, I think that by varying up the route, like your workout routine, it it will keep you on your toes opposed to making you bored. Exactly. Exactly. And no one wants to, the minute you're bored and whatever you're doing, whether you're doing workouts in Orange Theory or where you procure bar, wherever you're going, you're in the gym. If you're doing the same thing for like a couple of months, eventually you're, you're going to find excuses that, oh, I don't feel like going today or, oh, you know, I could take a, you know, I can take a day off or two days off because that's just it. You get bored. It's not exciting anymore. And you're, you know, you're off doing something else, maybe not something healthy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, I'm the type of person who like rewards myself when I shouldn't, you know, like, Oh, worked out really hard today and sweat so I can have a cupcake. Like I'm, I'm that kind of person. You're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone. And we, people don't understand that, you know, you really need to be consistent during the week. As far as your food is concerned, you need to be eating well. Your nutrition needs to be on point at least 75 to 80% of the week. So you can have you can have one cupcake. <laughs> right, right. Just one. So You mean you can have a daily cupcake? That's, no, that's, that's, that's ludicrous. <laughs> not one every day. Once, once a week. If cupcake, if cupcakes are your thing, my thing is breakfast. You know, I love breakfast. I like bacon. I like eggs. I like stuff like that. I will say, you know what? My cheat day is usually on a Sunday or on a Saturday where I know I can just go and just make myself some bacon and eggs. Not every day. You, you need to have those days that you get a little bit of a cheat because those are the things that keep you sane. I'm not saying you could never have a cupcake. No, even if you're, even while you're getting ready for your wedding, yes, absolutely. You can definitely have a little cheat here or there, but be mindful 75 to 80% of the week you need to be eating well. You need to earn that cupcake. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. I was actually just, I just thought about this, but there's a lot of apps now that like kind of keep you on track. Like I know for me, I just started Noom, which yes. is basically to like hold you kind of accountable. Um, and then there's like the Fitbit app so that you can see what you're um, you know, like how many steps you're taking and your workouts and how much water you're drinking and your heart rate. And I know there's like the Apple, like watch, you know, program. I don't have that, but I'm Mm -hmm. sure that people use that. Do you suggest like kind of having one of those apps maybe to like hold people accountable? I think anything that's going to hold people accountable is a good thing. Fitbit, Apple Watch, whatever it is that you're using, you know, Noom, Noom is fantastic. I've heard a lot of great things about it. 
use these things because these things also hold you accountable. It's like you got your little app and you pull it up and you're like, you know, you're putting your breakfast, your lunch and dinner, you know, and then at the end of the day, you could be like, oh, wow, you know, I stayed within my calories of the day or I stayed within my eating plan and I did the right amount of exercise. These things just, they just, they, they validate also what you're doing. It makes you feel good. It's like, oh, I accomplished something. And also when you write things down or you put them in your phone and your notes or in these apps, it's kind of like it really happened like because you wrote it down. I always tell people, keep a keep a food diary, write down things because then they really happen. They're kind of real once they get down on paper. And then you can go back and say, hey, you know, I didn't feel too good. You know, yesterday, my workouts were kind of like and eh, not that great. And then you can kind of go back in the app a couple of days and you could say, well, I ate crappy that day, or I didn't eat as many calories as I should this day. I didn't drink enough water. I didn't eat enough. These apps are great for you to go back and go, oh, wow, this is why I feel like this, or I had a great workout today. What did I do? Like, why did I have a great workout? Apps are fantastic. Holds you accountable also holds all your information a lot of these apps are keeping track of your heart rate and all this other kind of stuff so you can you can see the metrics of how fit that you get over time so yes apps are fantastic yeah i mean i know it's holding me accountable even though you know when i'm doing something wrong i'm feeling kind of guilty so i guess it's doing its job yeah, it is because you can go <laughs> back and go, oh, okay, this is why this is why I was only able to get through 30 minutes of my workout because I ate two cupcakes because <laughs> I ate two cupcakes a couple of days ago. And then it makes you and then it makes you even think about it more. You're like, you know what? I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to have those type of workouts. You know, I need to eat more like this. So they absolutely work. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that they're a good thing, too. Now, typically, engagement periods can be anywhere from six months to two years. How long in advance do you think a couple should kind of start to get into a workout routine in order to see results? Well, me, I'm thinking immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I think immediately, but it depends on a couple of things. If you're a couple and you're like, you know, you don't have that much weight to lose, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, it's not a whole lot of weight so if you're like you know I'm gonna, we're gonna really start focusing in on this on you know three months because we don't have that much weight to lose but if you're someone that needs to lose you know 60 pounds you know 50 pounds you're you don't want to start you know six months out from your your wedding day because you want to take your time okay you really do you want to take your time because I know it's all about the day but I want people to think long-term, you know? Yeah, you want to get ready for your day. Yes, but after the day is over and you come back from the honeymoon, what's going to happen then? <laughs> you know, what's going to happen then? So it's great if people, you know, you know, an event is a great motivator. An event is a fantastic motivator. You want to look good in your pictures and all that other kind of stuff. But what's going to happen after that? So I tell people, 
start immediately if you have a large amount of weight to lose start by envisioning what you want to look like in your dress in your talks be honest with yourself about what needs to be done you know i need to clean up my nutrition you know i don't drink enough water you know and and also time management is a big deal because when you're planning a wedding you know if you're working full time or working and going to school uh, it's just, there's just, there's only so many hours in a day. So you have to really be honest with yourself. You know, you're not going to wake up and go, ah, I'm, every day I'm going to do a one hour workout. You know, oh, the only time I have to do it is at 530 in the morning. I'm going to do that. No, you're not. Because, <laughs> no, you're, because you're not being real with yourself. You know, you're not being real. So be real with yourself and be honest about how much time do you have? Maybe a 30 minute workout is a day is all you have. And that's fine. Be consistent with it and clean up your food. You don't want to do any of these crazy diets where it's 30 pounds in 30 days. We see them all over the place. When you go to the grocery store, every, you know, every tabloid or every, you know, people magazine or whatever, they have these diets. Oh, 10 pounds in 10 days. They're not realistic. They're crash diets. You're going to go to your wedding. You're going to be like so hungry and so miserable. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to, you're probably going to eat crazy because it's going to be all this wonderful food that you've deprived yourself for, you know, from, and you're just going to get right back on the bad food thing. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to, after your wedding is over and it's done, you're going to be like, okay, we're going back to pizza and hamburgers and all that other kind of stuff. So you really want to take your time. You want to be realistic about the amount of time that the amount of weight that you want to lose and say, it, it's going to take me this long, you know, six right. months two years 15 pounds yeah a couple of months 60 pounds yeah you may need to take a year be honest with yourself and then the and think about the good you want the good habits to go beyond the wedding day you know i'm sure i can knock 30 pounds off of anybody in 30 days i'm a confident trainer like that but what is that what is that what is that gonna look like you know, what are you going to look like in 60 days? What are you going to look like in, you know, 90 days? You're going to gain all that weight back. So start immediately. Be honest about what it is, the amount of weight you have to lose and the amount of time and your time management and your nutrition. Yeah. And time management really is key. I think if, I think that's for, that goes for anything in anyone's life. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's probably the biggest challenge that as humans, we all face, you know, we all want to be better at time management and it's one of, it really is one of the biggest challenges. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And then you're, and then, okay, everybody is just so strapped for time. And then now you have to plan a wedding. So you really have to be on your time. Your time management skills have to be on par or you're never going to get everything done that you want to get done and it is possible it is possible we we waste a lot of time we don't even realize the time that we waste <laughs> sitting down you're watching tv you're on the phone with your friend you're bsing you're wasting time <laughs> right <laughs> you're no you're so right you really are i know i always say that 
I feel like I'm always so busy during the day that when I come home, like I'm plopping my ass on the couch, watching some mindless TV that yep. I don't really have to pay attention yep. and like calling it a day because I'm just like, my mind is like not there. Mm-hmm. But I think if you also kind of get into a workout routine too, it kind of helps you to sleep better at night also. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And when you, when you don't, when you're not sleeping, you gain weight because your hormones are so out of whack. That's what happens. You start to put on weight. So yes, time management is very important. You know, I, I, I like to tell people or not, I like to, I do tell people the best time to work out is first thing in the morning. It is. And I get every excuse, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm just not a morning person. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not a morning person? <laughs> you know, it takes three weeks. It takes three weeks to make a habit. So I try to tell people, try to get up every morning, five times a week, three times a week, twice a week, try there and get up early in the morning and get a workout. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. Doesn't have to be an hour. Could be 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Start there. Start start there. Start small. And eventually, you know what? You will become a morning person and you will feel great for the rest of the day. And another thing, your workout will be out of the way. There's no one in your way at 5:30 in the morning except for you. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. It's definitely true. And you're right. It does only really take three weeks to kind of create a yeah. pattern and create a habit. And in this quarantine, I guess we have no choice but to start because you don't. We all have a little bit more time on our hands yeah. right now. Yes, 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 we all do. And that's, I mean, out of all this, that's probably one of the good things you know, we have right extra time to do stuff people are redecorating their homes and you know doing their bathrooms and doing gardening and all that kind of stuff because they got time now yeah no it's so true I know even myself I'm handling things that I push to the side for a long time because I'm like if I don't do it now when am I ever gonna have this time again that's right because if we, you know when we get when we the world gets back into the swing of things or if things return back to like the normal that we're used to. We're going to go back to the same thing. I don't have time to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Do it now while you do have the time. I know. I always make myself so busy because I'm one of those people that just always needs to be busy. And when this quarantine started, I was like, oh my God, I can't handle this. What am I going to do with myself with all this free time? I'm always complaining about how busy I am. And then I'm, I was complaining about how I, you know, had too much free time. I'm like, is there an easy medium? We're, we're like, as a species, we're never happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. So with there being so many types of workouts, but a lot of gyms and studios are still closed here in New York, you know, due to the coronavirus, what at-home workouts? do you recommend for people to try? Well, I'm doing some shameless promotion because I do Zoom classes online. But YouTube has amazing content. There are so many instructors out there that are giving 
bomb classes. I mean, there's a young woman that's on YouTube um, named Christina Girard, and I take her spin class because I have a spin bike and I just miss spinning. And I kind of like being the student. Like, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to put a playlist together. I don't have to put a profile together. I don't have to do any of those things. So there are lots of people. There are lots of people on YouTube that are giving fantastic classes, you know, just put in total body, you know, in the search, put in a weight workout. If you're someone that likes to dance, put in Zumba. There's so much stuff out there. And when you find stuff that you like, you save it. And, and you, and then you have a variety at home. There's absolutely. And then there's also going outside, good old fashioned, do a little running, do some push-ups, do some squats, you know, take your dog out, get out, ride a bike. There's so many things that can be done. Um, there really is, there really is no excuse. There really is no excuse. I mean, technology today, there's so many different um, platforms. There's beach body. There's so many different, but YouTube is great because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's free and is, and there's a variety and just like you do in the gym, you walk into somebody's class. Well, some people walk into somebody's class and go, oh, I don't like this. And they leave, you know, they'll and they'll leave. And that's what's great about YouTube. You could leave too. just turn it off and go find <laughs> another class, you know? Yeah, that's true. I, I did a YouTube class at the beginning of quarantine and it was like some sort of advanced class. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know why I thought I could do this without doing the beginner. But let's just say I was dying after. Well, you have lofty goals and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it was like, it was like, you know, I'm just zero to a hundred real quick. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like running before I'm walking over here. I was afterwards, I, I had to like flop down on the couch. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. My legs are going to be like jello tomorrow. You're like, what just <laughs> happened? <laughs> yeah. A- out of control. A- absolutely. I was out of control. People these days, like we we're we're really fortunate these days as far as technology is concerned. When you know, when I started working out, there there wasn't a, a whole lot of gyms around. I'm dating myself now. There wasn't a whole lot of gyms around, like in my area, and I would I would go to the video store. Now I'm really dating myself, and I would pick up different videos VHS that's how long ago and I just try different types of workouts you know you go you borrow you try it and you know that's great I love it sometimes things I borrowed I loved and I actually went and purchased them because I really like them so much and I knew that I would use them all the time and so they're like with today with things on your phone and everybody having a phone and having a laptop, there's really no excuses. I, when the gyms were open here in New York, I would see people in the gym using different types of beach body or, or different types of apps to do their workout in the gym because they didn't know what they were doing. So there's no excuse. There are lots of places to get lots of stuff. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, technology has advanced so much that even I'd say even over the past, you know, few years with like Instagram, I know I was doing in the quarantine in the beginning, I was doing like Orange Theory workouts via Instagram live. Yes. uh huh. And I mean, uh, when would we ever have been able to do a live workout like 
by, you know, by Instagram or by, by some sort of app. I mean, things have just changed so much, but it's made it so easy and convenient yes. for you to, yes. you know, you can't, you really can't have an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Again, a lot of times this is just us getting in the way of ourselves. You know, it's, um, I always, I, people always can always find an excuse. You can always find an excuse, you know, but you, you got to be willing to change. You know, do you want to change? You absolutely want to change. So if you want to change, the first thing you got to, you got to stop doing is you got to stop making excuses. You know, yeah. I don't want to get up in the morning. Okay. Do it later in the day. Well, I don't, you know, there's no, you have YouTube, you, 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 you have time now, you know, right. if, you don't, if you're someone that doesn't like to work, I know people that are like, I don't like to work out inside the house. Then go outside, go to the park. You'd be surprised that there are people in the park with their little dumbbells or with their resistance bands. Yeah. Looking at a video in the park and doing something, or like I said, walks with your dog outside with your bike. There really is no excuse. Yeah. And especially by us, you know, being on Long Island is we have the boardwalk, we have all different parks, we have hiking trails, we have, you know, just riding your bike around the neighborhood. I mean, there's so many opportunities to be outside. Yes, there there is lots of opportunities to be outside now. Yes. (laughs) The weather's beautiful. The the weather is absolutely gorgeous. It was beautiful this evening. So, and I, when I was, I was outside walking my dog and I saw families outside you know on their bikes and I but prior to corona I didn't see that that much which is kind of sad because you know families it's great time to hang out with each other you know take a walk around the neighborhood but I've been seeing that more and I love seeing that I think that's fantastic dad's outside with their kids throwing the ball you know, just yeah. running after them. Kids need that. Their their kids are pent up too. You know, they're locked up just like us. <laughs> right. This this quarantine definitely brought forward, you know, people doing things that they used to do maybe when they were younger that now they're doing again because, you know, we didn't have a lot that we could do other than watch TV inside during this quarantine. So you know, you wanted to get outside more. You wanted, because what else were you going to do? You needed to leave your house for a little bit without going crazy. Yeah, without going, <laughs> without going crazy. There's a woman that lives, um, lives in my condo unit. And I see her every day go outside with rollerblades. Now, I don't see people with rollerblades that much. <laughs> but she's been outside every day with her rollerblades. She puts on her helmet, throws on her blades. She goes out. There's a wonderful park right around the corner from me that has like all this great greenery and they even have a pool there. And she goes out and she hangs out and she comes back and she's all sweaty and smiling. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, look at her go. (laughs) I'll tell you a story. When I was, I haven't rode a bike since I'm 11. Okay. So that's literally 17 years ago. Um, because I had a little bit of like a biking accident when I was 11, uh-huh. uh, nothing that I shouldn't have been able to come back from, but I was so nervous. I never got back on a bike. I like refused to get back on a bike. So 
I decided in this quarantine, I was like going to fix up my old bike because it was a really good bike. It just hasn't been rode in so many years. So I took it to two different shops and the, the first shop said I couldn't like that. It was unfixable. The second shop said that they could do it. It was literally going to cost me like a million dollars. But I was like, you know what, whatever, like I'm going to get back on the bike anyway. Long story short, they couldn't fix the bike. So it ended up getting junked. And then my parents' neighbor, like somebody on their block, was selling a Schwinn bike in perfect condition for 20 bucks. What? Yeah. So <sighs> now I, I just got this bike. Like, so now I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm taking a big risk, but um, I will be getting back on a bike. Oh, see, back in the saddle again. Yeah. I know That's they have that line that it's like, oh, you never forget. You know, it's like riding a bike. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. But I wasn't so good at it the first time. <laughs> and you were traumatized. So oh, I'm, you know. I'm literally terrified of getting on this bike. But I got a helmet. So I feel like we're, you know. It can't be that bad. No, I'm sure you'll be just fine. Just look forward. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. right. Oh, always, always look, always look forward. And that, you know what? A Schwinn, first of all, Schwinn's are really, really good bikes. Yeah. And the fact that you got it for barely used for 20 bucks. In, insane. It was honestly, it was God's calling because a lot of these bike shops from what's gone on, They've been so slammed, so busy that they don't even have any bikes in the store. And if they do, they're like a thousand dollars plus. And like, I'm not worth a thousand dollar bike being that who knows if I'm going to be able to ride this, <laughs> <laughs> but $20 I am worth. That's a small investment. That's okay. Yeah, it was, it, it was an investment worth making $20. I was in a thousand dollars. I was not well, 20 bucks for your health to get back in the saddle, get your heart rate up, get your legs pumping. It is definitely, it's $20 well spent. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, with everything that's been going on in the New York, especially it was shut down really until about two, three weeks ago. And still a lot isn't open yet. Um, gyms you know not open yet i'm not i'm actually not too sure when they will be opening um how has this affected business for you and do you see a good amount of people moving toward like online workouts well yeah it's business for me it's it's been a little it's been a little crazy because as a, a trainer um and instructor we had to do, I had to do a lot of pivoting, not just me, you know, also my, my fellow instructors out there, we had to do a lot of pivoting. Um, we, a lot of us had to become audio visual, you know, engineers and like, you know, in a little bit of time because, you know, our clients were reaching out to us and they were kind of like, well, what are we supposed to, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? You know, I don't know when the gym is opening up. Everybody was just so, so crazy. Um, I really do see more. I see a hybrid when the gyms are finally open and they let instructors and they let personal trainers back in. I don't think it's going to be to like full capacity. 
like it was like, you know, trainers are not going to have, you know, you know, 15 clients in a day or 10 clients in a day. It's going to be less. And I really feel that the hybrid is going to be doing virtual training, virtual training, coaching people virtually with their nutrition, um, perhaps doing like cooking demonstrations for your clients. You know, we're going to have to make it interesting. We're going to have to make it fun. Trainers are really going to have to put on their thinking caps um, to, to get our members, you know, to where they want to be to help them to help our members get to their goals. Some members come to the gym and they only take classes. Well, classes are not coming back to the gyms because the whole situation of a lot of people in one room all on top of each other, screaming and sweating and all that other kind of stuff. Um, the logistics are just, it's, it's going to be too much for some gyms to handle. So I feel a lot of instructors and a lot of personal trainers definitely are going to, it's going to be a hybrid. We're going to be half in the gym and we're going to be half at home. I, 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 it took a little bit for me to get used to being at home. It's weird to be jumping around upstairs in your house, screaming to the top of your lungs while everybody else in your house is kind of <laughs> walking around doing their normal things. It's, you know, and it's a little bit of an inconvenience. Um, but it, it, a lot of instructors were making it work. You know, we're, we're making it work and we're communicating with each other about like how, you know, how's this working out for you or, or, or some of us, you know, are reaching out to each other at the very beginning or, or, you know, are you teaching online classes, you know, and, or we go on to other classes that are happening on YouTube where some instructors want to put their classes on YouTube or put their training programs on YouTube and they don't look that good. You know, some of us are not doing a good job. You know, some of us need to go back to the drawing board, but I definitely see more of a hybrid. I do definitely see more of a hybrid. I have a client that says she's never going back to the gym because she has, she has autoimmune issues and she says she just cannot chance it. So that's someone that's going to be with me for a very long time, you know, because <laughs> she's not going to the gym. She's also been doing outside workouts. Now that the weather is beautiful, trainers, we can get our people outside. We, you know, honor the social distancing. You know, um, I have people outside. I told them, if you want to wear your mask, you can wear your mask. If you don't want to wear your mask, you don't have to wear your mask. Bring your own equipment to the gym. I gave them a list of this is what you're going to need. You know, and I kept it very simple um, and not a whole lot of equipment because people don't want to be traveling around with a whole bunch of stuff in their car and in their gym bags. And just to, you know, just to stay far away from each other. And they loved it. They were they they were so happy to get out and get in the sunshine and to be running around and, and also to like, you know, talk with other people. I mean, we're at home with people. Some of us are, some of us aren't, but we need that, that communication, that give and take. That's very important. We just have to do it six feet apart. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like getting together with some other people is at least like a little bit of a return to some normalcy. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're, you know, if you're somebody that, you know, is a gym rat, you know, you work out and you talk to people and you, you, this is, we're missing that. A lot of people are really missing that. Um, I miss it. I, I do. I miss it desperately. The gym was, you know, my life It's my, you know, it's my second home. 
And uh, I miss a lot of people and I miss my members and I miss my clients that I haven't seen. But, you know, we have to find the silver lining. We have to be positive and just, you know, keep pushing forward. You know, we adapt. We're, we're, we haven't been on this earth for this long without adapting. We'll adapt. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And now we don't know exactly what the future is going to hold for weddings, um, especially within the remainder of this year. Yeah. Even potentially for 2021. Um, obviously, we've been dealing with coronavirus. Many weddings have had to postpone or might be in the midst of postponing. What advice do you have for some of our brides and grooms who might be stressed during this time trying to figure out what's best to do? I think that do what's best for you and the person that you're getting married to. You know, these are very like weird and unusual times right now. Um, I, I really think that people just need to, if, if you're, listen, I saw, I saw a couple get married. I was watching our local news here on Long Island and I watched a couple get married on, on the driveway in the, in the bride's mother's home, you know, and it was, it was, it was sad, you know, it was sad, but the most, the, the most important thing is that the love that you have for each other, that is the most important thing. And yeah, it's great. The party, the dress and all the friends, and, but when you really, really get down to it, the bare bones, the foundation is the love that you have with each other. And, and don't be stressed, you know, try not to be stressed about it. It's, I mean, I don't want to just like, just, it's just one day. I don't want to be that person. It's a very, it's a a wonderful, important day that you want to share with your friends and your family. But remember, it's all about the love that you have for each other. You know, I know you're going to be able to, brides and grooms are going to be able to look back, you know, when they're talking to their grandkids and go, your grandmother and I got married in 2020 and you have no idea what was going on. You know, you're going to be able to look, think about that. You're going to be able to tell these amazing stories. You're going to be able to go, well, you know, we, we, we couldn't get a venue, but you know, we put something together in our backyard or, or because the only thing that matters is the love that you have for each other. That's really the only thing that matters. Right. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that, um, you know, people have to definitely kind of like look past a little bit that it is one day and where, you know, especially me being, you know, as a planner, as someone in, in um, you know, wedding and event management, that we want you to have your day and have it the way that you want. But no one's saying that you can't, you, it just might be a little bit later than what you expected, or, you know, maybe getting married on the day that you were supposed to, and just pushing the party back or right. you know, something like that. Yeah. Pete, there, there are so, where my grandmother used to say, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, And it doesn't, you know, Maybe you can't have the 250 people that you were planning to have. Um, maybe you have less, you know, and I think, I, I think people are, 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 
you know, family and friends, they're understanding right now. I mean, they're understanding whatever it is that you need to do, whatever adjustments that you need to make for your day. I think your your family and your friends are going to be very understanding and, and go along with whatever it is that needs to be done for you to have your big day, you know? And again, I go back to it again, the foundation, the thing that matters the most is the love that you have for each other and, and think that, okay, this is, you know, we're starting out this with the coronavirus and, you know, all these things and our wedding having to be postponed or readjusted or whatever, you know what, this is just you guys, you know, the bride and groom working together. This is what life is. Life yep. is going to throw you a curveball every once in a while. This is the biggest curveball that I've ever seen. But <laughs> life is life is going to throw you a curveball every once in a while. And it's really about how you how you adjust, how you handle what's coming to you, you know, and 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 just be loving to each other and, and just find time to just sit and just talk, meditate with each other, do some yoga, take a walk, you know, do stuff that's going to like release the stress, definitely work out with each other, you know, because these, this is going to help you deal. Like you said, working out is going to help you, would help you sleep better and all this other kind of stuff. I'm sure everybody's like sleep deprived and they're, because they're up at night. We were talking about this last night about being up at night, staring at the ceiling, grinding your teeth. So I'm sure yep. brides and grooms, you know, that, that were, were planning this big day are just like ripping their hair out their head right now. But you got to take a breath. You got to put it in perspective. No one planned for this. It's just popped up. So you just have to go, okay, we're going to do it like this. We're either going to, you know, delay it or like you said, do the wedding and then have the party later. Whatever you have to do to make it work, work with each other and, you know, and just be good to each other. Be kind to each other. Remember that you love each other and, and, and try not to get so stressed out. You know, in the end, you have each other. That's what you wanted. You, In the end, you wanted each other to be with each other, to spend the rest of your life with each other. Think about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you want the big party, it will happen eventually. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, I love, I love, I love weddings. I absolutely love weddings. I have been to a lot of amazing weddings. My boyfriend his son and daughter-in-law, they had the best wedding that I have ever been to. <laughs> and these planners were running around with the earphones in their ear and they made everything perfect. You know, they made everything perfect. It was, it was rare. You know, those things are rare. If anything messed up, I didn't know about it. You know, I had <laughs> I had a couple of vodkas, but I didn't know it. But it was it was a wonderful, beautiful thing. But if it would have been a different situation, if this would have been 2020, everybody, families, friends, we would have made it work for them because they love right. each other. And we would have made it work. And it's like, okay, there's no party. There's no party. Or the wedding is smaller. It's Listen, if people love you, your family, your friends, they really love you these special circumstances they will roll with whatever it is that you want to do if you wanted to get married in the middle of the parking lot in the costcos they do it if they'd love you <laughs> yeah exactly and i will say we are seeing some hope here on long island 
um, you know, for everybody to know, we are entering into phase four, um, which means that now um, weddings and events can be up to 50 people. So it, it might not seem huge, but it's a it's a big step up from where we were. Yes. So, I mean, we hopefully, knock on wood, we can only go up from here and, you know, keep keep it go as long as the numbers the the covid numbers decrease continue to decrease we will get to see the numbers rise in you know event guest counts of what we can have and what will be allowed so we are seeing some progress there's light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) yes yes it has been a there's it's been a very long tunnel um COVID (laughs) yeah but you know I think that it will I think that this industry it's going to be different moving forward but you're going to see that there's no longer going to be a wedding season of you know your May through October being busy I think it's going to be that no matter what month you get married in um, it will be busy because people aren't people aren't canceling love you know no yeah. So they're not just sticking to in season, you know, it goes, I mean, I don't think anybody should stick to in season anyway. I tell every bride and groom that not all of them listen, but you know, um, a lot of people choose certain months because they want certain kind of weather, but yes. weather is always a 50, 50. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you can have, you can have a wonderful day planned in June and there could be a downfall. I've I've gone to a couple of um, very beautiful weddings in January. And the first thing I said when I got the invitation, January is freaking cold. Um, <laughs> but they were they were wonderful, wonderful events. Yeah. And yes. And yeah, the COVID can't cancel love. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely can. I think if anything, it probably helped bring a lot of people together. Yes. Absolutely. Families, like I said, I see families in my community, you know, hanging out with each other, playing ball, you know, out on bikes and whatever. Yes. You know, um, Zoom con- it was so it was so funny. Not only am, was I using Zoom to teach class, but I actually was using Zoom to play trivia with my family, you know, <laughs> once a week, you know, so we, we yes, the, the COVID has kind of brought us together and I, I think it made people think about what's really really important right yeah you know, what's I, what's I really really important Nia I could honestly talk to you all day you know this yes <laughs> I could I could talk to you all day also you, I had so much fun you talking are, to you. you crack me up you were you were just honestly your wealth of knowledge I think that you are honestly the best at what you do Thank you. Um, just so so fun, so lighthearted. You really know how to get people to like work out, but have a good time. It doesn't feel like a chore. And no, absolutely not. It shouldn't be. No, and that's what's important. And I want you to tell everybody where they can follow you, so they can also like get information from you about you know training with you or you know Zoom classes that you're doing, anything like that. 
Well, you can hit me up on Instagram at GetMeFitNia. That's my IG handle. That is the best way to get in contact with me. Just DM me. I don't do Facebook that much, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Once in a while. But definitely DM me through Instagram, and I will definitely get back to you, and I can help you with workout you're getting ready for your wedding you you got you want to drop 30 you're just tired or you're like you know what I'm gonna take this opportunity to just get my nutrition together whatever it is I got you I have a lot of experience doing this I love doing this this is not my job it's not my chore this is very much a part of of who I am and I love helping people and I love seeing people crush their goals when they're like, Oh my God, I can't believe if I just do this, I can lose weight. I've been trying to lose weight. And then I show them a different way. I love showing people the light. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you honestly, you are so good at it and you do all different things with working out, not just one thing. And, and I think, You know, that's what's important. You know, like we spoke about changing up the routine, keeping it fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And getting in every everything can't be just workout, workout, workout. You have to take some time, do a yoga class, do some mobility work. You know, those things help the body feel better. Um, Meditate, you know, take 10 doesn't have to be a long time. Take 10 minutes and just sit down somewhere quietly and just just be quiet and just try to just empty your mind. And it's very hard to do because we've got so many things in our brains going on at one time, but do these things because this will definitely help um, release stress. I'm all about releasing stress because stress is a killer and there are lots of fantastic ways to do that. And I can help anybody release a little stress. I can also make you laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That, That is true. Mia can definitely make you laugh. Um, Nia, thank you so much for coming on today. You're so welcome. This is wonderful. I can't wait to see where this goes. This is going to be awesome. I'm not even a bride, but I'm going to be listening all the time. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're welcome, (laughs) sweetie. You're welcome. This is great. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. I I am I'm very honored that you wanted me to do this. It makes me feel good. Thank you. You listen, I you were made for podcasting. Oh, thank you. You, <laughs> you were. We got to have you back on. Oh, I'm dead. Just ask, you know, just call. We'll have five conversations for one hour and then I'll do the podcast. Then, I know. I know. It's, it's, you know what? It's just like, you know how it is. I know. We, you don't have we, you don't have to explain. I'm a Capricorn. I know how it is. Yep. <laughs> us, us Capricorns. If you do, if you're not a Capricorn, you just don't know. You just don't get it. You just don't. <laughs> <get it. laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the Bride Tender. You can check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for your wedding fix each Monday. Make sure to share with your friend, your fellow bride or groom, your mom, your dad, your cousin, your sister, your brother, your friend, and pretty much anyone as it's the wedding podcast you never knew you needed. You can check me out and all my Instagram stories at the Candy Guru. Make sure to follow my candy table displays at Event Pyre and my event blog showcasing the top event trends on Long Island at the Long Island Eventista. And of course, 
make sure to follow the bride tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your future wedding and hiring the best in the business for your special day. Also, don't forget to give a follow to Nia at get me fit Nia and see how she can get you into shape for your special day. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail Slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.